Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and your race. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashler Nation. Something very funny happened this week. I want to just air out the, the miscommunication that we had. Well, and maybe it happened to some of the listeners as well. So yesterday, I was on my way home from my cat sitting job in the city, and I got home around 9.15. And so I texted Casey, but for some reason in my mind, it was Tuesday. No, I texted you first. That's why. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Because I was confused because I'd also been doing my schedule for the day ahead. So you said... No, no, I texted you first. I said, fuck, just getting home now. Wait, really? I thought I texted you and was like, No, yesterday at nine, I didn't get your text. No, the top of our chain because I got a new phone, but I said, fuck, just getting home now. I think I'm too late. So wait, you texted me before that and I didn't get it? I Yeah, because I texted you and was like, shoot, this thing's on tonight because as the listeners will know, they switched it up on us. The entire season has been on Tuesdays. It was on a Monday last night. Why? 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 Nobody knows. Did they really let us know and make sure it was cemented in the membrane? No. Is there a good reason for that? Maybe it was kind of a dull episode. There must be some like sporting event or something. Why would they do this to us? It's insane. The one little seed they did plant in the beginning, they said, hi, everyone joining us from a very boy band Christmas. Oh, that must be why. Yeah. And if you didn't know, you just missed boy band Christmas. So because why would you look and be like, wait a second, boy band Christmas stream it. And then their numbers are going to go up. Yep. So I think that might have been part of it because it would have been weird on a Tuesday night to be like, so remember last night when Boy Band Christmas was on? But I think they they needed to shout out. This episode was a little rough. I mean, I don't don't know if they need to keep doing the men tell all. I I, I get that it kind of wraps up the season in a nice way. Like you you reflect, you remember how far we've really come because I'm thinking this is such a short season, but really... I, I it does seem like a long time ago I mean, that Ryan was getting has, caught with with yes. papers in his room. Like it it, right. it has been a, a journey. I totally forgot about that. And yeah, while this was like a relatively boring episode, I do find myself here with four pages of notes and having totally forgot about Ryan. Let's dive yeah. right into the episode, even if we're not in chronological order. Here's what I would like to begin with because we did okay. talk about it a few episodes previous if you missed men tell all Casey and Sarah will tell you all and you didn't miss much so basically Tasha and Caitlin knocked on all the guys doors before they even met Michelle on that first night and they were like hey surprise we're here to rummage through your stuff number one did the guys have any notice do you think I mean they couldn't have right or also would have been boring television yeah like yeah I don't think so I would be fucking furious absolutely furious furious if those two biddies came to my room like, uh, knock, knock, knock. And then we're going to blacklight your 
sheets and look through your luggage and look through your personal papers. I just feel like, whoa. I, yeah, if there was anybody that was considering going on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette just for sport, just know that the minute that you get there and they start filming, they can just go through your stuff. I feel like this was a, this was a PSA more than anything. Right. And like, if you're going to be going through everyone's stuff, like, let's make it freaking interesting. Like, go through the women's stuff on the on the bachelor i want to see how many dresses these bitches brought let me see michelle's sex toys let me see michelle's journal yeah i want to see her beauty routine like come on like that's the stuff we want to see not like whether some guy has been messing around on his bed by himself all week like let him do what he wants they're like he doesn't even drool it's like okay well maybe he slept in the other bed in that room with two full sizes you know what i mean it's just like this is boring the other thing i think that's worth noting just from that little segment there was a cast member who was deemed the messiness who i don't even think we saw one time on the show who i think is extremely hot spencer yeah he where did he come from who's spencer his room is so messy now that's this is his big claim to fame now because he was spencer with the the messy room but i i'd like to see more of spencer i don't even think he made it i don't think we saw his face one time Maybe when right. he first walked out of the limo or something, because that's what it is. But, like, I was blown away. I, who the fuck is this guy? Spencer, show yourself. Spencer? Spencer, get on the beach. Who are you? Cute. Maybe he will. I hope he will. He was a... You know, it is. it does explain a bit, though, where, you know, we have all of these people from the, you know, Bachelor, Bachelor Trashler at Pasts where they are dating people from week two, and you really realize, wow, there is not enough airtime, even in the longest, most boring shows ever, to really get to know each and every one of the contestants. And I thought, yeah, Spencer was a big wake-up call for me, because I was like, wow, we are truly not seeing the the full... And obviously, we should know this, you know, it's a show, but I don't know why. I thought, gee, we're missing a lot of hunks. Yeah, and what's nice is when you see these guys kind of angling for the for the stage during this show and then yes. you see a lot of them kind of embarrassing themselves as well and getting like really catty and petty and thinking they're gonna come out the hero and like Indeed. it doesn't always look like that like I get I get that Willie is angry at Peter and like who he is as a human but like if I was hanging out with a guy like Peter okay I would just let the man blow himself up all the time. Like, you don't need, like, you can't argue with, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it's almost like showing his crazy. Like, if you're going to make engaging with the crazy person your MO, then it means that on some level, you're crazy. Right. Like, if, if you're, if you're getting so offended by that, that you're like, oh, this guy needs to be put in his place. It's like, I don't think he needs to be put in his place. I think he's just kind of weird. Like, you should feel, you should actually feel better that he is, like, blowing up his own chances. Right, Pizza Peter, obviously demented. We don't need to, like, call attention to it. It's like, dude, he's he's demented. Right, it's like, let the man just, like, make pizzas in peace. I would have been, as I said before, I would have been angry about the Top Gun jacket in the pool, fair. Well, so, you know, one of the things... Okay, so this is the beginning of the episode. The top of the episode, we address right away Pizza Peter and the reviews of his restaurant... Now, Little Willie Pizza Peter have been against each other at, at, at odds the entire show. And what Pizza Peter claimed at the very top of this episode is that Little Willie is the one that's been leaving one-star reviews on Pizza Peter's Yelp or whatever, right? Now, what I want to say is, Pizza Peter, you're looking 
you know, in the wrong place because actually Space Trash podcast a few weeks ago, uh, we took a we took a hit out on Pizza Peter and we said give him bad reviews. So I don't Did know. Did we do know, that? Well, we did say that we don't want patrons to, we don't want people to go to, we said we're boycotting Pizza Peter and the pizza right. pies that he is dishing out. Right. And apparently, we don't have any screenshots, we don't have any kind of proof, apparently, Willie attacked Peter Pizza's pizzeria I will say stories. didn't deny it. Oh, I would not be shocked if he did. They shared a number of reviews of the pizza shop. I mean, look. Even if Willie posted this guy's a scumbag, he's acting like a scumbag on TV. All of those reviews, I'm not sure, sure if they have anything to do with the pizza because by the end there was some sort of a resolution. But I do think it's safe to say that Willie wasn't making fake Yelp accounts all night to write all of these reviews. He maybe, maybe, if anything, wrote the one that was like, this pizza tastes like it's been soaking in a pool. Now, yeah. if anything, maybe that's the one that Willie passive-aggressively wrote but it was on television i think that would be too on the nose for little willie to yeah have. i i feel like this is all about fans uh, fans coming yeah. through for michelle in the anti-peter pizza brigade yeah that's that's true and and throughout this argument we had willie say to peter Tell your sister to stay out of my DMs. So what do you make of that? I think Peter's sister uh, DM'd Willie. <laughs> She's like, I hate this guy too. Uh-huh. In fact, she might have been the one that said, this pie tastes like it's soaking in fucking chlorine. You know, like we don't know. Look, it would not surprise me if Pizza Peter had a tumultuous relationship with his siblings. He is not highly likable. So... I would totally get it if his sister, I mean, his sister probably hit him up in the DMs like, yo, for the record, he soaked all of my collectibles in, in vinegar <laughs> one time when he was mad that I left my tampon on the counter. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, could have just been, I think she was probably broing little, first of all, out of shame, out of guilt. It's the same way like Brian Laundrie's sister and all of those interviews where they were searching for him. She wasn't saying, I know my brother didn't do this. She was sort of saying, I loved Gabby like us. Like, I could totally see it being the kind of thing where she reached out to Willie like, hey, I'm not saying he's the worst, but I am saying you're hot. And if you want to fucking talk shit off the record about my dumbass, narcissistic Peter Piper brother, then I'm here for you, babe. My, my final question for you, Casey, is like, do you think Willie wrote any of these soiled reviews of Peter's Pizza? And what do you think the message to Willie said from Peter's sister? I think that Willie did write a review or two mm-hmm. because he's very committed to this narrative. Right. He is a little bit he is a little bit fired up after the fact in a way that's a little bit like, huh. All right. Yeah, he really hit a nerve, and maybe he's lactose intolerant. I don't know. Okay. Um, and then he didn't really deny it either, you well, know? But what he said is that the truth is he said the pizza was dry, and actually that didn't show up in any of the written Yelp reviews. Mm. So this is where I say perhaps it was just the fans rallying around Michelle and Lil Willie because Peter was truly the most if the second most if not the most unlikable person on the entire season 
I mean, if he only got like three bad reviews like that, I'm I'm honestly shocked that that this is how it went down because people, you know, people rally. But in terms yeah. of the sister, um, I'm guessing she probably did just like a little. She's like, hey, sorry, my brother's a dick. Hey, hey, little Willie. Um, <laughs> you know, you think my brother's a, a big jerk? So do I. Let's talk about it. Let's get right. together and talk about it. Hey, little Willie, if you got a big Willie and you want to talk about where Pizza Peter tortured me as a kid, hit me up. Give me a slice. Give me a slice of your fucking mind, baby. Now, the other thing I think that is worth noting just about this initial segment is that there was a fake defamation of character subpoena delivered yes. to Lil yes. Willie by the guy who was, I guess, a fake lawyer who right. looked exactly like Richard from Guess Who. Yes. Have you have you seen Richard recently? Not in 20 years, probably. Okay, tell me this is not the lawyer. <gasps> it is. Richard is the fake lawyer on The Bachelor Nation. Can't tell all. <laughs> Looks exactly Guess who? like it. Guess, Guess who? It's me, Richard. I'm playing lawyer tonight. <laughs> so that was Willie and Peter's whole thing. What I've never thought of fake serving someone papers before, but I might do it in the future. Speaking of papers, we got Ryan trying Ryan. to give us an apology that just does not make sense or work for him. He basically blames it on all the women in his life. That's not yep. nice, Ryan. That's not nice. And then Pardeep comes in and just reads him to filth. And you gotta love it. Okay, so now Pardeep, he was one who I wrote, the guy. And I thought, who the fuck is this? So there was one, so so basically, if anybody, again, is just listening for fun, Ryan, who had sort of a shot on that first night, cute, was busted during the investigation of all of their rooms with notes about how to be the, you know, last last contestant standing or at least make it into a few episodes of the show and it was advice that was apparently written by his friend's girlfriend who is a member of Trashler Nation. Not a very bright one at that because she should have known that this would come back around. Right so first of all she is not a she has no foresight she's not a thinker so she should have known to say either put this on a hard drive that they're not gonna right like to give him a folder is a little bit like a you know, notes, the kind of stunts app they on your pull. phone. Right. Oh, I guess they can't have I guess they a phone. phone. I guess they can't have a phone. But it's just like the kind of stunts that they pull. Look, I haven't been a fan for that long, but I know now that if I, the minute I step off that plane into the the realm of being on set, nothing is sacred, nothing is safe, okay? so he, And you he better have... not say that you have any kind of strategy or that you'd maybe kind of sort of like to be The Bachelor one right, because, day. Because it would Even though you imply... obviously would. Right, obviously you would and everybody would, but it would imply, which we are trying not to do, that you were here for the wrong reasons. But what I think is that, of course, she didn't have foresight. They disclosed a bunch of what those notes actually said. And like, for example, this is the one I wrote down that I thought, gee, sort of the blind leading the blind here, which is to say, quote, be descriptive when describing things. Hmm. Right, hmm. right. What kinds of things? Why don't you be a little descriptive when you are describing for us what kinds of things he would want to be descriptive about? Be descriptive it's, when you're describing things. Um, like that might just be a life, like more of a life note in general. If and it's like a, it's like a projection. Something. It's like for her. It's, an, it's a life note for this note taker. Yeah. Could you describe this note about describing things in greater detail? 
true colors are showing in ways that we could have never predicted this is and this is another spot too where michelle is too nice like if that was me i would have been like did you spell bachelorette wrong (laughs) (laughs) right right get off of the show if you think it's bad to have the wrong form of there there or there on your tinder profile you better believe bachelor better be spelled right in the and she's notes. a teacher. She she caught that right away. She I held mean, her tongue. Why? Why, Michelle? Why? She's a classy fucking person because she's oh, a classy, gosh, she's classy fucking... I love her. She looked gorgeous this episode, but we'll get there. But Oh, gorgeous. But yeah, I just... I thought, LOL, these notes. This guy had no shot to begin with. The fact that he actually brought them to the room with him as if he was studying up for the big test and the notes, the cheat sheet he was using said, be descriptive <laughs> when you're describing stuff is like... Um, <laughs> can that be the title of this episode yeah okay so after ryan we have martin takes the stand okay yeah yeah yeah. freaking yeah. martin i mean this this is where we're starting to get more recent and martin you know you you all know how we feel about this man you all know we don't need to, to tell you but he martin be farting he's just like fucking <sighs> he's farting out words. his opportunities here Left and right. He's he's gassy when it comes to his words. So so he says that he didn't really feel respected enough by Michelle, which is right. confusing. And then there's also like a total rumor that he had a girlfriend before the show and then broke up with her for the show and then is now with her again. And I'm like, I'm sorry, people have been tarred and feathered and like right. burned at the stake over doing such thing. What are you talking about? And how did the producers not get their slimy little paws on that little nugget of truth. Because here's why. He has no sex appeal. Okay, yep. So in my mind, this is the kind of thing where the producers are like, this guy has no fucking shot anyway. Like, like even if he broke up with someone, like they're, they're just not even looking at him. Like, why did Ryan... The hot guy with the dumb notes get interrogated and not Martin, who was, you know, five episodes deep. Because Ryan, with the notes, fuckable. Martin, no one was that interested in discovering what secrets Martin was hiding. We were shocked that he got as far as he did anyway. And the only reason he got that far is because one time he used his Gemini moon to strategize his way into staying another week. Which is to say, hey, I'm noticing that maybe you feel bad and I'm going to pull you aside to talk about it. And it's like, otherwise, he brought nothing to the table. He looks way better now without his glasses. He did have a bit of a glow up. But that aside, yeah, he broke up with someone and then got back together with her after the show. If he was looking for sponsorships or marketing or followers, he's not going to get them because this man, he's not a born influencer. He is not pretty to the eyes. He's not a beautiful sight to see. We don't want his lifestyle. And part of that is the personality, you know? It does factor into this stuff. It really does. It really does. And, like, actually, if you're here, like, okay, for the right reasons, but also for the wrong reasons a little bit, those wrong reasons would be that you get to, like, be an influencer. But if you're on camera talking to your market audience, which is the Miami Bachelor watchers, that they're too high maintenance, you've lost your you've lost your marketing ability. What are you Not doing, only- Mark? You're un you're unfuckable, and now you're trashing your your demo. It's like, dude, get out get of here. out of here with this. Get yeah, get out of here. And it's it's funny too. 
because I think like also Gemini moon stuff and I'm a Gemini moon, so I can, I can speak to this, but I mean, funny that he would have to, he'd be playing both sides of the coin and have a girl at home. Obviously the right. other part of it is just, he, he, it probably didn't become a thing because he probably literally told this girl at home, I'm going to just leave and go on this show right now. And like, I just want to be on, like, he probably was completely honest with her about it mm-hmm. and was like, you're too high maintenance. I'm going to try it out with this chick, Michelle. She seems hot and maybe I'll catch you later. And this dumb dummy was like, he came back and she was like, all right, cool. It didn't work out. And he, pro- well, then he probably told her when he came back. Well, you know what Fun I'm thinking? Shit. What I'm thinking base. Okay. So you've just unlocked a secret, uh, a little, a little secret hidden closet in my mind, which is to think, <laughs> okay, perhaps when he was saying like Miami girls are too high maintenance, it's almost like he was saying that because it's a random thing to comment. Girl. Right. He was in. A, he was he was like like sometimes if you listen to the Space Trash podcast, Molly and I get particularly angry or fired up about a, a specific topic. I would bet you that if you asked us in our personal lives who triggered us that week around this particular topic, we would be able to tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I think really this whole Martin journey was because he was like, fuck this, I'm going on The Bachelorette. This bitch in Miami is too high maintenance anyway. he The reason he even said it is because he's like, I want her to hear this. This this was actually infighting in oh, his other relationship God. is yeah. what I think. Oh my God, completely. And he was trying to say, if you want to be with me when I get back from this and I've got a bunch of fucking Appleseed Farm sponsorships or whatever, whatever, <laughs> who would ever even take him at this point, it would be like, at least she's gotten the message. Not only do I not need you, I'm on the batch, but also don't be so high maintenance, you fucking bitch. Yeah, completely. Then we got another crappy apology from Chris S. Bad apology. Bad apology. So these guys just don't know what they're doing. And Jamie as well, and we'll get to him. But um, yeah, I don't know. He said he he said his intentions were genuine. I don't know. But but like who really cares about the Chris S thing? It was kind of a nothing burger. It was just like he was very annoying. He was just and annoying. Then- he, had, he had an annoying response. I mean, I do think Swolu stepping to him was a little bit of it's the only moment during the show where I've been like Swolu. Like every moment of Swolu's airtime, I've thought class act genius shit. In yeah. this moment where he was like, I have a fucking master's degree. I have yes. a fucking master. I was like, Swolu, Swolu. Again, same as like, don't don't wrestle with pigs if you don't want to get in the mud. Like, Swolu, you're not competing with Tiny Chris. Right, at all. At Come all. On. But but it, it did need to be said. Like, if I had a master's degree and someone was calling me, telling, saying I had a low IQ, I, I would say it. Sure. But he could have just thrown it out there and been like, whatever. But I right. think at this moment, I think they were calling him Swolu. The they, other all called him, they all called him Swolu. All, they all did. Episode. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wow, 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 wow. Yep. We've manifested this. Yep, yep. Oh, absolutely. No, Swolu is one of the greatest names ever. And we'll come back to Swolu more, but yeah. I do feel like... Um, wait, what's the, what's this note here? Let's see. Wait, come on. Oh, oh, oh. The one thing I did think, when Swolu confronted Chris S. about his master's degree, I did think it was sort of funny because for the most part, this is one of the only, like, relatively live episodes that we get to 
to witness. Mm-hmm. And I do think it was funny. Like, all the guys were calming Swalu down. And they were like, yo, man, yo, man, you look really good. You look good. You look so good. <laughs> I love that that was the way that they could calm him. They're like, Swalu, they were, They're like, down. I've been waiting look, months to say this. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They all had, like, gay angst. Because they were like, we don't want to tell Swalu that low-key he looks really fucking good. But, like, Swalu, Swalu, don't fight with Chris S. You look good. You look so good. You look so, so good. good. There's something about that that's, like, really funny to me. <laughs> You look good. You look good. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down, you look good. Speaking of looking good, next we had Rick, who I feel since he's been on television and now back on Men Tell All, I think he's had a glow up. He looked sexier to me this time than he's ever looked before. Yeah, I think he he started as like a kind of sensitive, wimpy kind of guy. Just, a, now, just an aperitif. Just an aperitif. Just an aperitif. And now I feel like he's like reflected, he's grown, and he does seem a little bit more mature now. So I'd love to see that guy on the beach. I, I think you can say, if you've been listening to The Bachelor, the Trashler coverage this whole time, Casey and I both have a soft spot for Rick in our hearts. But Mm -hmm. watching his journey, I was blown away by the audience's and even Rodney's very own reaction to Rick's departure from the show. I mean, if you watch again, when they show the little little graphic of the people in the audience reacting to the stories, women are, there was a cut to some lady. It looked like she had just gotten the news of like a loved one that had passed when Rick was getting sent home on the replays. And then like Rodney's wiping his eyes. It's like Rick really touched people's soul. To me, he was never in the running really, but I think he just, he, he, America fell for him. Michelle didn't, but America did. America fell for Rick. And yeah, people were really feeling emo. Casey, who really did for the first time introduce himself tonight. I mean, from the top of the episode, this man has been ranting and raving and actually dropping punchline after punchline. We love to see it. But but Casey was weeping watching Rick get sent home. I thought, gosh, Casey, the multitudes. (laughs) The multitudes that this man is giving us for this episode, but not really any others. Right. I think I I do think that I want to give Rick a lot of credit for that I think is all worth us noting. He said a compliment of Michelle that is only second to I'm crazy about you, which is that when Michelle is in conversation with you, she is listening to understand, not to respond. And I thought, "Mm, let's put a pin in that. There's a teaching moment here. Absolutely. There is a teaching moment there, especially for all of bachelors. And I think you might end up hearing that repeated because these people get stuck on on certain key phrases like a hook. I think we're going to hear that wherever it comes up again. We could use sort of a, you know, here for the wrong reasons relief. Yes. This yes. is the here for the wrong reasons relief team. And an authentic yeah, uh, authenticity relief. The last thing about Rick. Yeah. There was a big reveal where we thought they brought out the dinner plate again. We thought it was <laughs> Michelle squatting for him, and it was like, that couldn't be. They do a big reveal of a Rick 
head cake that I thought actually I could have given them better suggestions for. It didn't look that much like Rick. But then they were like, take a bite, take a bite. And what I'm wondering is, it was such an ornate trolley of, of, did they not have forks? And not, he didn't take a bite using a fork. He bit into his own skull face first. And I just thought, what an interesting choice. Interesting. So my question for you, yeah, as a journalist, was there a fork on the trolley that he denied or did they set him up for a face in skull moment? I would guess they probably set him up for a face in skull moment. Okay, so we think there was no fork. But I'm glad that he chose to eat his own head from the back of the head and not like like a makeout. Right, he could have kissed his own lips. He could have kissed and- Actually, I take it back. I wish that that's what happened. Yeah, I actually feel like, yeah, it's almost like the hair was a safe choice. Yeah. And this is for everybody. There's a metaphor here. Exactly. Like, then this is a coaching moment for everybody. If you were in the position where you were being live televised and they wheeled out a cake of your own head, what part of your face do you bite first? I think I'd bite my nose off. Oh, that'd be fun. You know? Yeah. See, my issue is that if it's not gluten-free, I'm not doing it. Like, what do you, I mean, what are you going to do? I guess gun to my head. All right, I'll do it. But, you know. But gun to your head, what part of it? Okay, let's just say let producers honor you. They know that you're gluten-free, that you ran with Tasia for Christ's sake. But gun to your head, you have a chance to head first dive into a cake of your own likeness. What part of your face do you bite first just intuitively? I'm thinking hair. Okay, so you and Rick have that in common. Yeah. I'm going either either my nose or an ear, like a Tyson. Like I think I could Tyson. Oh, well, Tyson moment. Yeah, that could be really cool. Rip an ear off just for posterity. Oh, yeah, Just to keep the kind of trend going. Okay, that's, that's really all I have for Rick, though. Really, really fascinating stuff next yeah so then we had more heartbreak and caitlin brought up the taisha the taisha breakup rumor and it was sad i was sad i guess i can see why they needed to address it i I suppose but i would have thought that this was filmed after that but it must have been filmed like right around the time that they announced it and yeah she just said she was heartbroken well so here's here's my only issue if i were a producer of the bachelor nation franchise okay and i had taisha you know she's really carrying a heavy load not only is she only the second bachelorette of color she's now been on every single offshoot of the franchise she is now the host and she just had a bachelor nation breakup right Mm -hmm. my thing is like first of all they didn't yeah they address it in terms of her saying we broke up that's really all we got from her and then she was like sad right but i don't like I don't appreciate that they used our running mate to just actually be a segue into Rodney's also heartbroken. It's like she really mm. didn't have a chance to say anything. All she said was, and 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 also, if you watch, it's almost like it, it harkens back to one of those episodes so long ago where we found Michelle at a slumber party of her own nightmare where all the men were just... We're just fucking praying Smash Bros with themselves and their silky PJs and they weren't paying attention to her. And then like right right when they were about to start the teddy bear brawl, she was about to cry on the couch and Tasha and Kayla were like, girl, are you okay? And she was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And she stuffed it down. I thought, gosh, has Tasha been, because st- it was an hour into the episode, she obviously knew the question was coming. Has she just been about to cry? Because it was so on the surface. The minute she asked the question, she was like, <gasps> I'm really sad. And then she had to step off stage. It's like. Right. How recent was it at that point? Or right. is she acting a little bit? No, I don't think she's acting. I don't think I don't she's think that so good either. of an actor. I, th- I don't appreciate that. I feel that she was just used as a transition point into also heartbroken Rodney. Yeah. But, you know, that's how these producers do it. That's how cookie crumbles. They crumbles. have also said, yeah, yeah, I can handle this. Like, it'll be fine. Right. I can totally talk about this. And then you're sitting there in the thing and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I remember when we were on the couch. Bye. 
oh, whatever. She may have also said, I will address it, but you cannot ask me any other questions about it. Now that makes sense. So maybe the reason that they... Regardless, the yeah, segue yeah. was in poor taste. Right. The segue is in poor taste, but, but I think what you're saying is fair, which is to say... Right. They may have said, Taisha, we got to address it. How do you want to bring it up? And she said, I really don't want to bring it up. And I said, OK, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to slip it in as a yes, we broke up. And then we're going to hit. We're just going to switch to Rodney and you can get off stage and weep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. OK. So then we go to so then we go to Rodney. Oh, my He's God. Still a sweet angel. I mean, he is the even at the beginning when they were introducing all the men, the the swell of applause for both Swolu and Rodney warmed my heart. They're they're just they're the stars of the show. Most popular. Yeah, and they had the similar astrology as well, right? That was those two. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Actually, it's I don't remember. Astrology. I think so. Was it Swolu? I think yeah, it they, was. Yeah, they they both were Aries, Sun, Capricorn, Moons. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, which is which is a great combo, I guess. I will double check as you speak, but yes. I'm okay. So yeah, so I mean, we didn't really learn anything new about Rodney. He said the same stuff, which was just super sweet. And the good, the great thing that happened was that Caitlin alluded to him being on the beaches of Mexico. Yes, she did. Now the challenge for a guy like Rodney, because I do feel he's probably a bit of a serial monogamist, is to not get himself into a relationship pre-Bachelor in Paradise. But you know, who, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I would love to see the man in Paradise for sure. Well, but I think, you know, maybe he's a serial monogamous. On the other hand, I think he's got a chip on his shoulder that has him thinking that he's some kind of a underdog when he's really not. He's been one of my favorites from the beginning. Right, right. I hope that he learns that after, like, this episode and, like, I don't know if he's gotten more followers or whatever. No, he's a catch and a half. He really is. Total catch. Him and Swolu better both be hitting the sand. They are the faves from this season for sure based on applause. I mean, based on applause, we can expect to see them both at the beach. I'll tell you that much. Just if if they're trying to get people to tune in and watch, these men are beloved and that's beautiful. Absolutely. And he had that amazing basketball shot in like the deletes. Oh, oh, oh my God. No, the the producers owe him an apology for not. No, he fucking nailed that shot. I mean, it was the only impressive shot of maybe the entire season. Yeah, that was, like, incredible. And then a grown man streaked for Rodney. Now, right, that was one of those things where I hate them for this because it's like, they were like, oh, no, oh, what's happening? It's like, there's no way that like you that was not planned. I mean, that, right. that, that's where it's like I know that Tasha wasn't crying fake tears because her fake response to, oh, my God, there's someone naked in here was so bad. <laughs> I don't buy it, baby. I don't fucking buy it. And wait, uh, let me tell you right now that you are fucking smart as hell Casey your memory is second to none yes Rodney and Swolu both Capricorn moons Aries suns we like that combo the cardinal men have really won our hearts this season beautiful are those are both cardinal signs yes they are and that means you're good at like initiating things right okay okay oh yeah oh my god you're fucking educated I'm getting it I'm getting educated by this by this uh by this crazy gal I'm podcasting with. Just fucking teaching the people, and we hope that you're picking up what we're putting down. Now, the next thing that we addressed was a, a unseen part of the Big Farm episode. There was an opportunity for the men to profess their love by way of chiseling their feelings into 90-pound slabs of butter. It's different. It's different. We've I've, I've never thought to do that. I've never heard of anyone doing that. I've never received a slab of butter that someone has chiseled no. for me. No. Um, 
and they didn't do it well. The only thing I think that's worth noting is that, aside from the fact that Nate's was incredible, Olu's butter sculpture was demented in, in some way. Yeah, that didn't have master's degree written all over it. Right. It seemed a little He's bit... not an I, artist. I, not an artist. And it, it was a little bit like that sort of like Edward Scissorhands, like messy haircut of butter, you know? Yeah, like how, how did you all scissors get butter to be ragged? Right. It was literally like he took, he took scissors to the butter and tried to express his angst or something. And maybe that just wasn't properly articulated. I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it didn't work out. But okay. I, it's interesting that they didn't show us that scene to begin with i don't don't know why there must have just been a lot of bad butter sculptures or a lot of hearts yeah i imagine it was just a lot of hearts and they were like jesus this is nothing (laughs) this was a waste i can't put this shit on okay joe added basketball lines to his heart but it's like nah these guys are not that creative no they're not god god love them so yeah that that mostly wraps it up then we get a little um Oh, no. Well, then later on, Michelle comes on. But first, we get a little sneak peek at Clayton's season, which looks like a shit show. It looks like, well, the only thing that they really showed us is that we have two I'm falling in love with you's, one I love you. So we already know. We're just waiting to see who that one was for. But that's obviously right. the, the one he loves. This is our This is our philosophy. This is our thesis of the whole thing. But the other thing that really I just thought was funny to begin with was where he has to do that big thing where he's like, I need to admit. I was intimate with both of you. And it's like, yo, that's like, where do we- you need to admit that. Well, exactly. So that's where it's like, I do think women and men, it, it does show, we were talking about how like we're excited for a bachelor season to sort of see the psychology of men as they choose versus women as they choose. And then also women being the, the pool of choices versus the men. And I do think it's really like, like, sure, while the men have obviously accidentally exposed how vulnerable they truly feel when they see you know, the whole Greg Grippo gaslighting gate only started because she, he actually saw her making out with Blake. I mean, let's be honest. These yeah. guys are affected by the intimacy that the women share with the other men. But in this case, the I mean, we haven't seen the season yet. We will have to tune in. But Clayton is standing there confessing that he fucked both of them or whatever that means. Maybe just maybe I did not have sex with that woman, but he did. You know, they both sucked him off. Or something. Oh, right. Because he says intimate. I was intimate with both of you. But it's like, yeah, isn't that like what? Isn't that what the show is? Right. Like, I, I, I feel like that's like the, the bit, like he said the quiet part out loud. Right. Like everybody that is at this point, season 112 or whatever, that's coming on thinking that you're not one of 30 women that is having an almost identical experience as not only the 30 <laughs> women there, but, but like the hundreds of women and men that have come before you is completely fucking insane. Yeah, and then and then they showed some one of them crying and going, "He's in love with all three of us." Mm-hmm. What? So then I'm like, so then he, he took it even further and also told them that he told them that he loved all of them. I'm like, right? This guy does not too honest like, for not your thinking own long good. Term. Yeah, like you are maybe too nice of a guy. Everyone's like, you're what I've been waiting for. Yeah, that's what you think. But there are some secrets you do wish your husband might keep to himself. Right, right. Like even even on the shows, you can't always tell if they actually did the deed, didn't do the deed. What? And, and, and you it's not anybody's fucking not business. Knowing. Right. I mean, if I ask, I want you to tell me the truth. But I don't yes. think it needs to be proclaimed on national. I would actually rather we all kind of not know. Right. Like there's one thing for you to forgive. But like, yeah. can your parents forgive him for that? Can your friends? Right. Ah, Clayton, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? Not everybody needs to. And, but but and yet. 
it's fine. It's nice that he's honest. But yeah, for the women right, that are right, getting right, right, so right. We can't, upset, we can't totally right. We can't totally chastise this, this being ridiculous. honest. But... I mean, it's like it's like it's like what did you think you were signing up for, guys? Clearly, like, does not have any Gemini in his in his chart. No, no, no. He's two Taurus for his own fucking good. Just fucking honest and just fucking a man of his word and just moving slowly through the thinking. And it's like okay. Jesus okay. So that'll be fun. That's in January, I think. Becca K shows up, of course. Oh yeah, she just can't get enough of, of the Bachelor spotlight. She can't stop. So she tells us about the Bachelor Live. No, I was I was really triggered by this. Now, what <laughs> the fuck does that mean, Batch? There's know. gonna be a Bachelor Live tour. Like, what what are they? They gonna did do? you do this? But I never paid. Are they going to be ice skating? Is this bachelor ice capades? What's We're the bachelor what's on the, ice? What are they doing live? Uh right. That's the question. Just if they little... are all. If they're calling this a stand-up, I'm going to freak the fuck out. But I don't think I that don't they're think doing comedy. I don't think. But it just is a little bit like Jesus, like Bachelor Live. We can barely sit through these episodes. So what are you gonna? <laughs> is it just? Is it just like live, and then there are commercial breaks on stage? Like I just can't imagine what the live. If anybody has been to any Bachelor Live in the past, we would just love to know what the fuck we're signing Look, up for when we buy a ticket for this fucking show. Right, 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 right. We need to know. Which makes no sense. Um, yeah, and we need to know why Becca K needs to be involved, but they just right. love her. The producers like live for her. her. I mean, she's fine. She's fine. I just she just shows up all the time. Um Michelle, the big the big win at the end, I would say, is when Michelle is asked, "Do you wish that you had any more time with any of these guys?" Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this was And you me, kept one moment. on later. And she says, "Our boy Swolu." No, that was the acknowledgement that we all that's why he wouldn't have screamed about his master's degree if she had just started the episode with that but that's just not the layout of right. the, of the script but like no right he did deserve that she said you sitting me with there and like you sitting you sitting there with me while i was really in my feelings was actually such a tender moment and like more people should act like you and and Right. It's like relationships developed faster, but he did deserve that credit. He was actually the only good boyfriend there the whole time. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I'm kind of surprised she even answered the question. I was like, oh, here we go. She's just going to say, no, you know, I wouldn't change a thing, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. But no, she had to get out and say that. So that leads me to be like, oh, my God, did she get engaged? Is she on the rocks? Like, or she just but I think she was saying like in a kind of platonic way that he that he did like she didn't say oh you were such a good kisser I, I wish I had right. a couple more smooches but but you know well and at the it, end of the day we have to remember still... she is whether it's the Gemini part of her or the Sag part of her she is a teacher through and through and I think to her she was like this is a teaching moment I need to make sure that everybody knows that this is how you act Yes, this so is true. attractive. There gold needs to be star. attention called to this, right? Gold star. This is what we're looking for in term in terms of how you should be acting with women, treating women like a queen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But speaking of which, you just brought us to I think our last and probably final point, which is that there is that clip in the bloopers where she's like dead up. That was the best kiss of my life. But then her like ring gets caught in her mic and her hair or whatever. So they, who was that about? Who was that about? My guess is Nate. She did say in the in the preview coming up, she also said that kissing Nate is like so amazing and blah, blah, blah. So so let's hope so, because I would hate for that person to have gone home and then whoever she's with right. have to deal with that. And it was, right. that's a whole mess. Well, and it's sort of you gotta like, watch what you say. 
It's the same reason why we knew on some level that Katie and Blake weren't going to work out because the level of anger that she still had for Greg Grippo, it's like if you're holding, it's like, you know, you don't want to be saying anyone's the best kisser if you don't choose them and you don't want to still be pissed about someone on the season if you actually found your fucking husband. So like, you know, just get, be careful what you, be, care, be careful what hyperbole you attach yourself to because it's it's on television now and it's not going to be erased. And be careful so, what feelings you're you're not follow, you're not chasing and you're not right, giving right. their moments. Like if a kiss feels really good, you got to think about that. You got to consider that. Like, you know, it doesn't mean you should stay with someone horrible, but like it could mean something that your deep down intuition is trying to tell you. Well, I think that what you're saying, you know, uh is kissing for understanding. What? You know, what? she was she was acknowledged earlier in the show for listening for understanding. Oh, oh. This is this is actually an example of kissing for understanding. Kissing. But see, you're saying, Michelle, don't just kiss and tell. Why don't you kiss and process and, and contemplate the kiss before you kiss fucking broadcast process. that show? Kiss and kiss contemplate. And, kiss and contemplate. That's that's what we need to do here. Mm-hmm. Michelle, let's hope that you did it, girl. Let's hope that you did it. We got one, we got no. We have two episodes two left. Episodes. And I did notice that the Colton doc has now been released on Netflix, so we can align. But if you if we watch the first episode of that before next week, we can discuss no pressure. But I'm just going to say teeing up, everybody get on it because we're going to watch and discuss the docu-series about being gay. And I also want to say, let's see what happens with Joe and Colton. The only thing all season that Joe Coleman said that was even remotely erotic was that Brian was rubbing someone off. That's right. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. There was nothing sexual that came out of this man's mouth. There was something where he was, I think he was supposed to be saying like he was rubbing people the wrong way, but he actually just says he was rubbing people off. And I just thought, hmm, my trash take might not be so trash after all. My garbage might turn into gold any minute now. (laughs) That was funny. I was like, I, I get why this guy doesn't talk that much. Not the best wordsmith in the bunch, but he definitely thought about rubbing Brian off. And now we know. He thought about it. It was in his mind. And I liked how the producers like just fully corrected him too. They were like rubbing him off. And he was like, oh my God. And I was like, wow, I'm surprised they actually like give them that much of a hint of like what to say. But of course they do. Right. It's like when you sound gay, we're going to tell you. Well, I don't know if he sounded gay. No, but when you when you say something a little bit, they that's had to correct what, that. They gave him a th- that's what she said moment. Yeah, but they could have just been like, "Do you want to do you want to try that one again?" Joe. Right, Joe, you just said that he was jerking people off. Think about your words. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, we got we have fantasy week on Tuesday. We have a three hour finale on okay. Tuesday the twenty first. I want your prediction based on being a, a seasoned watcher. How many people, if any? Is she going to fuck during fantasy week? One to two. You think she's going to fuck Nate and Joe? Yes. I think she's going to fuck Nate. I think she is going to have like makeouts with Brandon and he's going to pretend to be respecting her so much that he doesn't try to go further and so that he can protect his little heart because he knows he's not it. And I well, think he has Joe, to tell her something. It said in the preview, he was like, I have to tell you something. Okay, so we gotta hope it's an STD just for the drama. But either way, I don't think she has sex with him. And I, I want to say I don't know if she has sex with Joe either. I don't think Joe has sex. Right, right. He's yeah, I agree. I think Nate's the dude. I think they're gonna bang. Yeah, I hope so. I think maybe my vote might be just one. 
I, I think that would be nice for both of them. Yeah, as we know, look, warning, warning, you saw Clayton's bloopers. If anything, at least lie. Yeah. God damn it, Michelle. Just lie to the man. That's not the moral of the no, story. No, no, we we, the moral of the story is she should be fucking all of them to find out who actually she's actually compatible with. And it's like, if they choose you after they fuck all the women, they like you the most. It's not a horrible thing. Relax, girls. Exactly. You'd rather them do that than be wondering the whole time. Right. You never want to leave that what if in the space. Fuck them all until there's no other fucking option because you have maxed out the pussy penis possibility. Amen. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.